yeah, brother. Okay, Darren's gonna start recording in a minute, so I'm just gonna talk until he's just a mi- just one minute, yep. just one minute here. I'm just gonna fill in one minute of data while we wait for Darren to start recording. Um, and check right. my levels. He's talking, but I don't know why because he is not recording yet. So and my levels. Anyone checked, listening? He's checking check his levels. Check my levels. Okay, here we go. All right, we're ready. We're ready. All right, it's been 30 seconds, but Darren says he's ready. Right. I don't know if that means he's just gonna sit quietly for 30 seconds and, or if he's going to start recording now. And I don't know what's going to happen. Okay. All right. Okay, he's saying okay. I don't know what that means. I, I, it, it could mean that he started recording. And I'm recording now. Okay. okay. All right, we're good to go. Okay. All right. This is undeniably our worst start to an episode ever i'd say worse than what, one minute in and i'm i'm record i learned how to record we're not even we're less than a minute in now we're a minute in now and you've known and how to i record learned how to this record time darren we've recorded this podcast for like three years or something you've known how to do it for a long time and even before that like you knew how to record stuff from your from from college you learned it I'm assuming you might have known it even before then. I just even heard a little before college. I think I heard of your motor beep. Uh, I think I heard you had of a beepy motor. Is that what just happened? My motor? Yeah, no, it was it was my motor. It was my computer's motor. It was beeping, beeping at me, telling me, "Hey, bud, we're gonna have to slow it down, chill a little bit." You know, I don't. I don't think that motors beep. It uh, they grind the the gears the gears grind Jake the gears grind. Oh yeah, does that grind your gears? It does. If I'm being one hundred with you, and I do think that we should always keep it one hundred. Yeah, I mean, more or less. I think at least ninety or ninety, as the right, as Darren's the kids frozen. would uh, would put Darren, it. Darren froze. Okay, he's back. He's back. I'm just gonna keep it hunted with you, Darren. You froze for a second there. Yeah, so did you, your, but you know what I roommate, did? I kept going. I was worried that your roommate unplugged your router again. Dude, that was <laughs> the only time he unplugs the router is like during I like told him, hey man, I'm recording a podcast downstairs. He's like, Oh Maroma, I'm Pokemona. Um Which of that's how he actually talks. It? I'm not at liberty to say. Friend of the show, though. Okay. I know who it is, then. Friend of the Carl show. Sagan. Friendo. Carl Siegel? Carl Sagan. Renowned yeah, physicist. De- dead friends and family of the show. Yeah. Uh, everyone, if you're listening and you've got something, if you've got a drink, why don't you pour one out for Carl? I Yeah, I agree. Darren's really close to his camera now, and he's got these just hideous sunglasses on. They look so stupid. And up close, I'm I can just showing see, you yourself. Up close, I can see the detail, and it's even worse. Like there's a Jake, there's I a picture a, of a guy who's got glasses on them. Uh, it's he's me. Got a beard. It, the picture is of me. I don't know how it got on there. Uh, it's just so ugly that picture. Jake, I would take them off, but if, unfortunately, I, I can't. I don't know how I. They're stuck on my face. Okay, I don't care. This isn't something that I care to talk about. I need help. I don't know how to get the glasses off. Uh, I'm not sweating it. 
You like? Have you seen that episode of Goosebumps no. where she puts on the Halloween mask and it gets stuck on her face? Yeah, of course I've seen that one. It's it's one of the greatest episodes of television. Truly, one of the most terrifying things I've ever seen. That's what's happening right now with these sunglasses. Okay, well I don't remember how that episode resolved, so I'm gonna pull it up real quick. I'll watch it, and then I'll tell you what we need to do. They just use marmalade I'll to tell get you it the off. Next That's marmalade is sticky, the- Darren. The con- the conclusion of that episode was they just spread some they just put some marmalade and butter around her neck, and it got the ma- the mask slipped right off. Marmalade is sticky, Darren. Yeah, but it's slippery if you're trying to get a mask off that's bonded to your skin. All right, so this episode is forty three minutes long. Uh, oh look, it's R. L. Stein. Do you think that that's 43 minutes long? It's an hour long episode. It's a two-parter. Oh. I remember the, first, the first part ends and she can't get the damn mask off. And she says that she's like, I can't get the damn mask <laughs> off. I can't get the goddamn mask mom, off. I can't get my damn mask off. It's <laughs> too spooky, mom. This mask is too spooky to take off. Uh, same with these glasses. They're too spooky to take off. Yeah, uh, you know what? I'm just gonna pull up the uh, I'm gonna pull up the Wikipedia. By the way, I just want to say that I am Jake. The uh, the creamy Snickle Smith, the first uh, and last of that name, almost certainly. If you've listened to the show, you'll understand why. I'm Darren, the trapped Snickle. Please help me. Cool. Uh, I'm just can't get out. Need help. Oh, I remember Please. how that episode ends. She gets the mask off, and then her brother puts it on. So I need a little brother, is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. To get these glasses off. A snot nose little okay. brother. So. Darren, if you have a little I don't brother, have that. I need to convince my parents. I need to convince my parents to have sex. <laughs> so I can get these glasses off. Uh, and if, use him I as a sacrificial God, if you, lamb. If you get a little brother and his nose is dry, you're fucked. You need... The snottiest, nosiest little brother the world has ever seen. Just I'll train the most, him. Just the the, the shittiest, I'll... little brattiest piece of shit you would never want to meet needs to be your brother if this is going to work. I'll Step train one. him. I'll ri- Step one. Before Cut a hole in a this, box. Yeah. Remember when we performed that at, like, a, a kid's show? <laughs> Did we? We performed that at a kid's show? Yeah, were you not there for that? I don't want to get... I don't think so. Uh, Ryan, Ryan can tell us all about that. He's got he's got more insight into that situation than I do. So we can... If that if he's ever on the show, he, we can talk about it then. Um... No, step one, you need to parent trap your parents back together, which will be tough because you don't have a twin as far as I know. 
God, I'm just imagining if you were the good twin. As far as you know. If you were the good twin and your evil twin was somehow even worse than you, that makes me really sad to think about. Um. Anyway. Yeah, I two, don't know the whereabouts of the twin. Step two, you got to raise him to just be um, the brattiest little rat shit, rat tail having, muscle tea on a Sunday, just disgusting worm of a human little brother that you can and then hopefully hopefully he'll relieve you of your glasses curse uh the thing is the thing that i worry about is that i am snot nose and i'm the younger brother like I'm the youngest in my of my blood siblings. And my parents are divorced. So did one of my sisters wear these sunglasses before? And then maybe they sent them back as a return and then I ordered them the same exact pair that and they just fell off the truck and got shipped to me this way and now they're stuck to my face cuz I'm the snot-nosed little brother? Yeah, I mean Darren, where did you order the sunglasses? From Amazon. Oh, from Amazon? Support small business. I... Yeah, support small business. How did you find them? Did you search them out specifically or what? Uh, my friend ordered a pair and I thought they were cool, so I, I ordered them. Okay. Well, here's what I think happened. Your sisters targeted your friend through through sponsored Instagram ads to get your friend to order a pair knowing that you would think they're cool even though they're not they're ugly they're bad th- th- knowing that you would think they're cool so that you would order a pair and get the curse sunglasses so that they could finally be free i think that's what happened so they know the friend that ordered the original pair yes and they planned this whole thing. So my sisters are evil, is what you're well, saying. Well, no, they're no more evil than you are. Because you were talking about doing the same thing as they did. You were talking about doing... They just wanted... They were just trapped and they wanted yeah, to get out. Yeah, you were talking out. about doing something arguably worse by tricking your parents into getting back together. <laughs> well, I don't understand how that's worse. Jake... I don't know what I'm going to do about this, man. I I don't I, I can only apply for jobs now that imply the use of these sunglasses. Yeah, I mean the good I thing can is only that be they're... like a professional wrestler, a stuntman, a, a snowboarder. Yeah, a snowboarder. A stuntman or an IRS agent. <laughs> I mean, you could be a cliff diver probably. Well, that ship has sailed. <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't know about that. Some ships, some ships return. <laughs> These are the glasses that launched a thousand ships, <laughs> if, if we're being honest right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm not sure, I'm not sure exactly what to do here, um, they're good for COVID because they're they cover such a wide area surface area of my face, so I'm less likely to get COVID 
particles in my eyeballs. That is true. That's accurate. But yeah, Jake, but they are um, just hideous. So I guess it's also good for your. Uh, it's it's a good financial. It's good for your finances because you're not going to have to go on any dates while you're wearing them. So that's a relief. Jake, I'll, I'll contraire. I've been on seventeen dates since I got these when glasses. Did you get them? Yesterday. Okay, well, that's very bad for COVID times. You I know. Be going on it's 17 awful. Dates. I can't stop them. They're just like the glasses. I can't stop the and dates. I, can't, I don't want to be going on these dates. I don't know these women. I can't imagine these Jeep driving, frozen again. mullet having, tobacco chewing people you're going on dates with. All of the girls, every you're that's crazy because every single one of the girls drove a Jeep, chewed tobacco, and had mullets. Every single one of the girls. And let me guess, you went your dates were at the dog track. They're at the dog track and then we went rally car watching. <laughs> you might as well have a season pass to Bandamere at this point. Uh, believe it or not, we drove by Bandamere, didn't actually have a ticket, but still got in. <laughs> didn't even... Because the girl said, watch this, and she flashed the ticket taker, and then he just said, go on in. Hell hell yeah, go on in. <laughs> and then the next ticket taker said, you've been asked to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how Bandamere works. You have to go through two rounds of ticket takers. You have to go through the first one, and then that's not... That's just the preliminary ticket taker. There's a second ticket taker you need to go through. That's... If if they're cool with you, you're good to go in. They were mad how you moved some cones out of the way. <laughs> but the girl you were with was just checking if there was some chaw under there. She's just looking for some yeah, chaw. Yeah, because that's... They called him the Bandamere Goblin. He hides chaw under the cones. So <laughs> she knows all about it. And the Bandamere Goblin, everyone knows, is actually Dale Earnhardt Jr., <laughs> Yeah, he's just in disguise. He has a Groucho Marx mustache on, and uh, he just goes around hiding cha cans underneath the <laughs> cones. Uh Is this? Yeah. Is this, is this something I should be worried about, Darren? Should I? Should I see if I can get you me having brother? these glasses on? The yes. The see if you can find help, to... please. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to see what I Please can do. Please see if I'm you gonna, can find help. This is I'm suffering. I'm going to I'm going to send out some some messages to some people, so, some messages in a bottle just hoping that it'll uh it'll come through. Yeah, send an SOS to the world. Yeah. Um, Shirts are harder to get on and off because of these glasses. I believe that. I really do, Darren. I'm just looking to see. Uh, hmm. This is a little bit concerning because it doesn't look like RL Stein has a Twitter account. So I'm gonna see if I can find like an email that I can contact him at. Tweet Scholastic. Okay, that's a good. That's a good point. They're just as good. At Scholastic, should I? Are you sending him a screenshot of me? No, I wasn't gonna do that. Should I should I tweet Scholastic UK too, just in case? 
Yeah, get all the Scholastics. Scholastic <sighs> China. All right, you should talk while I'm composing this tweet, though, because this is bad audio. Um, I mean, I don't know what you want me to say. I'm panicking. I'm constantly in in a state of of uh, constant panic and torture. This is suffering for me. I don't want. I don't know what you want from me. Uh, I'm I'm zonked out. I'm zooted. I can't sleep with. I mean, actually, sleep. Has been better. I just have to sleep on my back. I'm a side sleeper. That's an issue. So, I mean, sleeping on your back is probably the best way to sleep, in my opinion, uh, depending on the mattress that you have. I have a mattress that is formidable uh, for each method of sleeping. You can even sleep on your belly. Also, uh, unrelated fact to my glasses, but what I'm talking about right now, I've found out that if you sleep on your stomach through most of like your your childhood years when you're growing it can actually cause your face to be uh asymmetrical because your nose is going to favor the side that your pillow wasn't against oh my alarm i got an alarm coming off hey look at look right at the now. camera so would you would you just you look, look at, at the that? camera um all right i'm just taking a picture to send to scholastic yes cool all right, it's been tweeted. Uh, I, I am a stomach sleeper, so I feel like you're coming for me. Darren? Um, Darren is frozen again. Yeah, I'm, I'm freaked out. I'm freaked out. You know what, Darren? That is... Yeah. This is a concerning Hi. situation. Yeah, no, we're, we've, we've been freezing and unfreezing... I think that yeah. I think that it's reasonable that you're concerned, but I also think that we're at the point in the show where we should just get into the bracket. I've done everything I can do. I tweeted Scholastic and Scholastic UK. Um, if there's any if there's anything they can do to help, I'm sure we they'll need let to. us know. Yeah, we need to get in. We need to get into this bracket. Enough of my enough of my plight, Darren. As you know, this week we are talking about animated films. Uh, movies made of pictures, but not human pictures, drawings mostly. Uh, human pictures sounds like a like a like a death metal album. Kind of a shitty death metal album, I would guess. <laughs> I don't think so. Can you so. hear me? Because like I'm saying stuff, could be just fine. I'm saying stuff, I and can, you're not replying. I can hear you. Just do it. You're just like. Jake, I think there's I think there's a, a fair amount of lag this episode for whatever reason between both of us. Uh, we keep freezing and unfreezing. I'm doing my best to keep up with you, pal. But uh, yeah, we're we're experiencing some uh, internet lag. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. We don't usually record during this time during the week, so that could be part of the problem. It's Tuesday. The traffic is yeah. nuts. Tuesday inter- Tuesday web traffic is nuts. Uh oh! So it R.L. Stein does have a Twitter account. Um, he just doesn't like fucks like you tweeting him. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna copy the the tweet I just sent to Scholastic, and I'm gonna send it to him too. Sorry, I'm sorry to do this. Are you using your personal Twitter account, or are you using, using the Snickles, Snickles account? account? That's probably for the best because uh, it's both of us. And we can both, 
we can both be held accountable for yeah any grammatical errors that you might send oh got him oh yeah here we go you are set buddy this is oh yeah oh we're looking good now that's so weird i, I searched rl stein and he didn't come up but now i found him all right anyway we are talking about animated movies today um it's sort of just a a selection of I searched some of the best animated movies. I wanted to get like a a, a sort of wide range of uh, different types of movies, like some adult films, uh, some Pixar shit, some Miyazaki shit, just kind of all over the animated, place. So we're getting like hentai, yeah, in this uh, in this bad boy, yeah, yeah. Uh, just I'm just looking at the titles, trying to think of a of a of a good of a good porn parody real fast. Um, yeah, do your best. I mean, Sex Toy Story is obvious, but kind of shitty joke. Yeah, that's um, pretty bad. Lego Movie. If you would have, if you made that Lego huh? Movie. Lego yeah. Movie. Okay, that's better. It's more unique. Uh, the, it's okay. We can think of them as we Fantastic go. Fantastic Mr. Cox. Uh, what's the tiebreaker, Jake? That's good too. That's okay. decent. <laughs> uh, tiebreaker. We'll just look. Uh, we'll just look at uh, Rotten Tomatoes. We'll do audience score because fuck critics. Critics don't know shit. So we're doing audience score on Rotten. Tomatoes. Okay. All right. The RTAS. Well, hell yeah, buddy. Let's do it. Uh, the first matchup. Two, two 90s classics. Uh, I don't know about Darren, but these are movies I saw as a boy. As a young little boy. Uh, the Iron Giant versus The Lion King. Uh, one of the first times that Vin Diesel was shockingly cast as a voice actor. They always they always find like the most when he played Simba. Yeah, they always find the most limited range characters to put uh, Vin Diesel in. Yeah, uh, here's the thing. Uh, it blew my mind when I found out that Vin Diesel had played the titular giant. Uh, I uh, I love that movie. I love both of these movies. I think that it's pretty clear which one. To me, it seems pretty clear which one is going to win. Um, uh, despite it being less unique, uh, I think the Iron Giant is so goddamn good. Uh, but and, and like it, it's emotional. It's funny. It's it's more unique than the Lion King, to be honest. Uh. But I mean, it doesn't. It didn't leave as much of a of a pop culture imprint as uh, the Lion King did. Uh, it, it, you know, it, it's got the emotional pull. It's got the everything you want in a in a kids animated movie. It's even funny for adults, even despite me not having seen it in years <laughs> and years. Uh, I still gotta say, the Lion King is probably the winner here. 
Darren, I might I might surprise you a little bit, but I think I'm going to go with the Iron Giant on this one. I think that, uh, as you said, these are both, as I also said, these are both like uh, classic, enjoyable movies. I just think that the Iron Giant does a little bit more to like make you think and make you feel. I think the Lion King is, it's obviously a good movie and I enjoyed it. And there's some some banger songs in there. But uh, if I look back and like think about what shaped what I was interested in more, I think that the Iron Giant is more along the lines of, more along those lines of like, you know, things I still think about of like turning this guy into a into a a weapon, which by the way is exactly what they do in Ready Player One. Uh, if you think about it, going against everything that the Iron Giant stood it's true. for. true. I know, I remember <laughs> that. He literally did exactly what the big problem in the, <laughs> the whole movie was. They just accomplished it within like the span of 10 minutes <laughs> or something like that. Or no, no, it was the whole movie because he was building it the whole movie. But anyway, uh, kind of funny how that worked out. Yeah, I think um, just... Yeah, I mean, still, I, I, I know the Lion King... It's just a hashed out Hamlet, just a rehashed Hamlet, but it's just so goddamn good. The characters are so funny, and it's it's so much more timeless in my opinion. So I guess we're going to a tiebreaker on this one. Yeah, let's do it. And uh, Darren, I don't think we should be afraid to give our thoughts before we make our pick, because I feel like that's something we used to do in these uh, these brackets and haven't done as much lately. Well, that's what I did. I just did it a little bit yeah, faster. I'm just saying. I- and part of that is out of worry that I would lose your thoughts because of all this lag we're experiencing right now. Okay, are you ready? Yes. Three, two, okay. one. Two, ninety percent. One, ninety-three right. percent. There it is. Sort of, sort of something I would have guessed. You got ninety. What? You got ninety. Yeah. You said. Because I do think, in some ways. The Iron Giant. I feel like there's there there could be a lot of families out at the, out there who are like, "What the fuck? I don't want my kid to see this shit. This isn't a kids movie." And then they go on. I mean, how is it how is it not a kids movie though? I don't want my kids to know about the government, about <laughs> suffering. <laughs> um. <clears throat> wow, the Iron Giant. Actually, if you would have if you would have gone with critics. The Iron Giant would have won See, that's that one. What I'm saying, there's just enough, there's just enough parents out there who are like, I don't like this shit. They're trying to take our guns away. <laughs> Every man in America should have a, <laughs> a giant made of iron. You know, there, there's only one way to stop a terrorist attack, and that's give a a good guy with an iron giant. <laughs> <laughs> But if the good guy had an iron giant, this is a this the movie's about a good guy with an iron giant. It's it's the 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 good guy is the kid and he has the iron giant and he makes it so that the iron giant isn't used for evil. Yeah, but in real life, if Mark Wahlberg had had an iron giant and been on the flight that crashed during 9/11, things would have ended way different. I pretty much completely lost you there. That's fine. But I'm going to pretend I heard That's what you fine. said. The audience is loving it. Uh, next up, um, next up, we have 
two Japanese titans. Maybe maybe two of the biggest Japanese movies in America. I don't know if I can say that. Like, two of the biggest Japanese animated movies. Probably, I don't know. I don't know. Two of the biggest pop culture imprints made by Spirited Away versus Akira. Ooh. Uh, Spirited Away, of course, Hayao Miyazaki's seminal film about a girl whose parents turn into pigs uh, who then works at a, a bathhouse uh, helping the clients just with whatever they might need. Um. <laughs> Sounds like an R-rated film. Uh, and then Akira, sort of difficult to pin down what it is. I mean, it's a cyberpunk movie about people with superpowers of sorts uh and two very very unique yeah. movies Akira. um go on i'm gonna okay i'm gonna i'm just gonna give my thoughts about both of these so we've talked about akira on this podcast before uh i don't know if we've talked about spirited away maybe at all Definitely not as much, but Akira is one of those movies where I think you have to be in the right mindset and you have to be very open-minded about what you're about to see uh, because a lot of it might not make any sense. Uh, I would say a lot of the plot is almost incoherent. Um no, not in a bad way, though. I mean, it's it's more just like a kind of slice of life of these, these these kids. It's adapted uh, from. It's adapted from the manga. At the end, it just takes a, a v- sci-fi horror turn. Sorry, Darren. Uh, yeah, it's adapted from. I know. I I mean, I understand. No, I know. That. I'm I'm just trying to add to what you're saying. Like, it's adapted from the manga, and they cut out a ton of the explanation. Like, there's. There's a lot of stuff that you see that isn't really explained. And I think like like you're saying if you're in the wrong mindset and you're not like open to it, you could be like mad about it, but I think if you just experience it like you get all the information you need and it's just it's a such a beautiful movie. It looks so good. I do love that movie. I will say that. Uh, I think that what would draw a lot of people away is how violent it is. Sometimes someone even say it's unnecessarily violent, but I think it's more of a stylistic choice. Um, I mean, I'm okay with it. It's, it's definitely over the top. Uh, whereas spirited away, I believe was drawn frame by frame, almost improvisationally. Uh, it, it was, uh, he kind of, as far as I understand it, he made up the story as he drew it out. Um, he kind of had an idea of what he wanted to do, like a beginning, middle and end. And then as the story went on, he created the characters and what would happen in each of these situations. Uh, as I believe most studio Ghibli movies, uh, work out. Um, but I got to say, I think 
in terms of concept and in terms of of thought and um just impression i suppose spirited away takes this one for me because uh i think it's just a little bit more uh iconic it's a little bit more well thought out and i just i i mean i enjoy both of these but i i think spirited away is just i think it leaves more of an impression than than akira in my opinion uh spirited away is i mean like i said it's considered one of the all-time greats uh maybe the most widely known miyazaki movie after maybe totoro just because there's no one as cute as totoro in spirited away uh that being said i think that the what you what can be said about the akira plot like being a little hard to follow i feel like can also be said about spirited away and i was i don't want to say that i was unsatisfied but i thought i i think i just expected a little bit more from the plot of spirited away when i saw it uh i think that it's it's another movie where it's just like about letting it all wash over you which i think is sort of a sort of a japanese thing too in that they don't necessarily need their movies to be as plot driven as our as our as our taste requires um and I also think that uh, I saw the 4K remaster of Akira, and it just blew my mind. Like, it's it's one of the best-looking movies I've ever seen. And the fact that it's 13 years older than Spirited Away, and it still had, like... It had stuff in it that I've never seen, like, duplicated or matched. I think that I'm going to give the edge to Akira. I also think that, like, the... There's, there's such different movies because Spirited Away is sort of like understated and quiet and Akira is so not that. <laughs> it's very loud. <laughs> Just like people exploding. <laughs> I think b- both movies have... I think what's edging me towards Spirited Away is that uh, both of these movies have pretty horrific scenes. Like they have horrifying shit in them both of them but i think spirited away gets the edge for me because you're expecting it less and it's done in more of a way that's like it kind of gets under your skin just a little bit more because it's less abrasively horrifying whereas akira is pretty is horrifying no doubt but it just I mean, it, when it's there, it's there. You know, it's like that. This is a this is a scary scene. This is a horrifying scene. With Spirited Away, you kind of question: Did what I just see? Did that giant baby breaking almost breaking that girl's arm? Was that was that supposed to be scary? Because <laughs> it was actually scary. Um. So yeah. Okay. All right. Let's bring up the uh, the audience scores here. And I, what I. What I think is weighing it more for me is, like, which of these movies I think would influence me more as a as an artist myself. And I feel like Akira, just, like, the aesthetic of it and the over-the-topness, it just appeals to me more. Uh, you ready, Darren? Yes. 90%. 96% for Spirited Away. 
I'm just gonna pick all the 90% films this whole time. <laughs> I feel like that might that might put a little wrench in our spokes <laughs> here, but that's okay. Uh, what's the next matchup, Jake? Uh, I just want to say, if you haven't seen Akira, you should see it because it's it is amazing. If you're an adult listening, yeah, yes, I mean, you if you're not an it. adult listening, you should have stopped earlier when then we were saying. Don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, but also, Spirit of, Spirit of the Way is an amazing movie too. I I included it for a reason. Next up, oh, also some of the some of the obvious choices I didn't include because Darren hasn't seen them, which is fine because some of them I didn't include because I haven't seen them. But I just wanted to say, if you're mad about anything, blame it on Darren. Uh, next up, yeah. we have The Emperor's New Groove, a movie I'm just now realizing is only 78 minutes long. That was the that yeah. was the time when Disney was like, let's just make real short movies and just people will still fucking come see them. <laughs> uh, versus South Park, bigger, longer, and cut, a movie that's only an hour and 21 minutes. So if we were going by length, well, South Park is longer and bigger and uncut. It's bigger, longer, and cut less. Uh, the South Park movie, as everyone out um, there is surely screaming to themselves, was Darren's idea, Darren's suggestion. You're frozen for me again. There we go. You're speeding right back up. Uh, Darren did suggest we add the South Park movie, uh, um, which I'm, I'm, I was happy to do. The only reason I hadn't included it in the first place was because I hadn't seen it in a long time. But I rewatched most of it last night, so I feel I feel okay having it on this list. Nice. Uh, so I I I love both of these movies. Uh, I think that South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut, took the world by storm. I think it came out at a time where people were still unsure about South Park. And I think when the movie came out, it got the Oscar nomination. Uh, it made people aware that South Park was here to stay. Uh, it was um, a kind of just a more blazing type of comedy, just a more seething, burning type of comedy than what we were used to seeing before. Um, I think people were unsure that of what South Park was capable of before the movie came out. And I think Emperor's New Groove, on the other hand, stellar cast. You got David Cross. You got Patrick Warburton. You got John Goodman. David Spade. I mean, I, what, what, I'm sorry. <laughs> I said David Cross, didn't I? I meant I David like, Spade. Who the hell is David Cross in this movie? <laughs> 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 I meant David Spade. Uh stellar cast amazing uh voice work from everybody um jokes that still make me laugh today can also make kids laugh and adults laugh whereas south park only makes adults laugh i mean it, it might make uh, kids laugh probably were... it'll probably make kids laugh. i mean i watched it as a kid too and i laughed quite a bit i just wasn't allowed to be watching it um i mean I... south park yeah, go uh, chime in. Go was, ahead. Uh, South Park was only nominated for Best Original Song. It was nominated for yes. Best Picture at some other awards, but not the Academy Awards. Just so we're on the... Just so we know. Uh, Blame Canada, yes. which is a, a great song. Um, 
here's the thing. I think that Emperor's New Groove has sort of, as far as I can tell, it's sort of gone under the radar lately. I feel like people really liked it when it came out. And I think it's, I would put it up there with against most Disney movies. But I feel like it's not really talked about that much. I think that it has seen, I, I disagree. I think that Emperor's New Groove has seen a pretty great resurgence within the meme community. It's almost up there with, not, and I mean, no, nothing can compare to Shrek among the meme, the meme community, but, uh, it's, it's seen, it's seen the rounds, uh, as of late with the meme community, I would say, um, it's you know it's it's got some good templates. Uh, I I I feel like I see a, a new Emperor's New Groove meme probably once every two weeks at at, at the least. Um, it's 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 making the rounds. Uh, but you know, I think something like South Park being as scathing a review of humanity as it is, uh, just burns a little bit brighter for me um i'll let you i'll let you chime in and and say something else before i make my decision because i think we know where i'm leaning here everyone knew where darren was leaning the second he suggested this beyond here um I, i like i said i hadn't seen this movie in a long time and it is i haven't finished it but it is it's it's really funny and it's fun how they just like like I was watching it and I was like wait is that George Clooney playing the doctor like what <laughs> yeah <laughs> they just like <laughs> they just randomly have what would Brian Boitano do and like I didn't know who the fuck that was <laughs> I wouldn't know who that is if not for the song <laughs> but I think that's a joke yeah. that's funnier the less you know about Brian Poitano. Like, <laughs> one of the funniest things was I read about how he like went to see the movie just on his own because he knew he was like involved in it, but he didn't know what it was. And he was like, he was like, man, I hope they like didn't make fun of me. And then he's like, they treat him with so much respect and like he's a hero. And I think like that's <laughs> that's what like. I liked about the movie so much is that it it punches down on people as much as it also like <laughs> lifts them up as if like the the Baldwin brothers not even Alec get bombed and that's what like causes yeah. a war like it's just <laughs> it's so I don't know it's it is at times I think like it I do have the same complaint as I always have about South Park, which is that at times it feels like some of the same jokes being retold again. But that's sort of the magic of South Park, too. So I really love Emperor's New Groove, and I think it doesn't get the the love it deserves. But I also think that like South Park, like you said, it totally shook people. I mean, yeah, I, I I'm going to pick South Park for this one. I agree with you. Uh, if you haven't been able to tell yet, uh, I'm, I'm picking South Park as well. Uh, much love for Emperor's New Groove, but I think South Park is just... I think it just deserves to move on just slightly more. And we all know the reasons that Darren would be saying that are not... Uh, they're very personal to him. Which is fair, because this is a very personal... Um, everyth- everything's an opinion. 
everyone's got an agenda these days. Very personal to all of us. Jake's frozen again. Yeah, Darren's frozen for me. Uh, this is this is an unfortunate. This is unfortunate. Um, next up, Darren, we have Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse versus Fantastic Mr. Fox. Ooh. Two uh two movies with very like specific art styles. I mean, I guess all of these do, but no, that's not all. Actually, that's I take that back. All the Disney movies kind of look the same. Um, I am so sorry, Jake. You completely lagged out after you said Spy- Spider Verse. Uh, so I know we have that movie. What is the movie it's Fantastic matching up Mr. against? Fox. Okay, okay. Um. I suggested Chicken Run, and Jake declined it, I will say that. And I thought that the reason was, I thought that Jake was only considering drawn things and, uh, like, computer animated things. Uh, But Fantastic Mr. Fox is neither of those. Uh, It is not claymation, but it's like figuremation, I guess. They use figures the whole time. Uh, very, yeah, I mean, it's stop motion. Can I, um, can I say? So basically, I don't know why the fuck Jake didn't put Chicken Run on here, you know? Um, I haven't seen, ch- okay. Kind of mad about that. Can you hear me? Okay, I'm trying I can to hear talk you. here. I hadn't seen Chicken Run or South Park in long enough that I didn't want to include them on here. And I was going to watch okay. one of them and include them. And I assumed that you would rather me watch South Park. Either one. No, it's it's fine. I'm 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 in jest right now. I'm not serious. South Park, Stan Marsh, Stan out there, (laughs) (laughs) Stan Darsh. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Of course. I mean, yeah. I if I had to pick one of those, I'd probably pick South Park. Um. Anyway. Uh. Two very good movies. Uh, one, when it came out, when Fantastic Fox, M- Mr. Fox came out, uh, I believe the biggest critical point was a lot of the jokes are not for kids. However, this is a kid's movie. Uh, people felt like it was a kid's movie tethered f- or tailored for adults uh, more than kids. Whereas Spider-Verse was uh for everyone Uh, i remember seeing i the first time i saw spider-verse i was in uh san diego i went to a desolate theater with nobody around this was pre-covid this was long pre-covid the city of san diego was deserted there was no one around and i and i it was one of the best days i have ever lived of my life uh was just going to a movie theater in a in the city of San Diego, nobody there, post-snap, um, and seeing Spider-Verse, being blown away by it. <clears throat> um, do like both of these movies. Uh, Spider-Verse, though, I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast before. It's a gorgeous movie. It's got amazing themes. It's entertaining all the way through. There's not 
a minute of it that I'm not entertained by. Um, it's just, it's just through and through a great movie. Fantastic Mr. Fox is also great. It's fast paced, uh, very funny, very Wes Anderson, very quirky. But I think if we're talking about just, uh, you know, a balls to the wall, great animation film, you got to go with Spider-Verse here. Uh, do you have any, any, any arguments to that, Jake? I'll just, I'll add my thoughts. Um, also, we, we used to, one of us would give our thoughts and then we would both pick at the same time after the second person gave their thoughts. It's just something to think about. Um, yeah, Fantastic Mr. Fox, it, 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 it is a kid's movie. If your kid is a Wes Anderson character, if they're like a weird, precocious, <laughs> friendless, uh, you know, which I was. So I loved it as a kid um, and I love it just as much today or more today, probably. Uh, I think that I just I love the art style of it. I think that it is really funny. I love the music in it. Um, and I obviously, if you've listened to the show, I have a huge, uh, a, a huge affinity towards Wes Anderson. That being said, I think that Spider-Man Ends of the Spider-Verse tops it. I think it is, they're both like heartfelt movies about family, but I think that Spider-Man Ends of the Spider-Verse is more about that. I think it's, I just, it, I mean, didn't we say on the show that we think it's a perfect movie? It's it's so funny. It's I think we did, yeah. It's so touching. It's it's just great. It's a great movie. Uh, and saying that it's a perfect movie, I think that 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 makes it steep competition for anything that goes up against it in the future. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I agree with you there. I think. That's going to be the one that moves on for me as well. Great. And I mean, in in most other matchups, I think I would take Fantastic Mr. Fox. But, sorry, you ran up against a perfect movie. What are you going to do? It's got to happen at some point. Why not just get <laughs> it out of the way quick? Uh, next up, we have the... The only sequel on the on the list. We have Shrek versus Shrek Two. Shrek Two also added uh, at Darren's suggestion. Uh, so I don't think you can complain too much that Chicken Run isn't on here. Um, <laughs> um do you want to? I'll let you go first on this one. I've been going first, being selfish. This bracket. Yes, you have been incredibly selfish. Uh, I mean. But also, what more is there to say about Shrek in Shrek 2? It's... To talk about society is to talk about Shrek. Um... <laughs> That's Stop quoting Karl Marx on this <laughs> podcast. Shrek is a movie that like shouldn't work, but it just it does in every way. And it... It almost it almost didn't it almost didn't come into existence. There was a time when Chris Farley was gonna be Shrek, which I would have loved to see. I would have I loved to that. see that movie. 
There, there's storyboards with his voice lines yeah. released. I'd love to see the whole thing. I'd love to see a whole series. Just all of it. Uh, up against Shrek Two, one of the one of the rare sequels that some people think are better. Darren, um, this was a suggestion. Why don't you talk about why you thought Shrek Two should be on here? I think that comparing Shrek to Shrek Two has been such <clears throat> a great argument uh, since since before they the movies even came out. People knew that this argument would be. Uh, in I existence, in the Bible, uh, there was discussion, and the Bible they spoke about this matchup, and now we're doing it right here on Snickles. We are doing it. Um, I think that sh- some people say that Shrek Two is the perfect example of a superior sequel. Uh, it's like a, a textbook example of a sp- superior sequel. Some people say that Shrek, you cannot beat the original. You know, you still can't beat the original. Uh, it's It set the precedent for um, bridging the gap of children's movies uh, from, you know, being... I mean, I guess Roger Rabbit really bridged the gap of children's movies being for adults as well. But Shrek, I think, did it in a kind of a lighter, more lighthearted way. Uh, they made jokes that weren't as hardcore as Roger <laughs> Rabbit. Uh, um, and yeah, I, I, I just, I think this is a good argument to have because, um, I mean, I can reveal, I don't know if you want me to reveal what my thoughts are yet, uh, my consensus yet, but uh, I'll, I'll tell you, if you want to talk more about it, I'll, I'll tell you after you're done with your piece. We'll see where we both land. Yeah, I think that everything you're saying, I agree with. I think that uh, uh, sorry, I'm just looking at these dates. I think Shrek hit me at an age where I was like, I was six when it came out, so I was really young, and I don't think that I fully, fully appreciated the art of the film. Um, but uh. When Shrek 2 came out, I was a little bit older, and I think I I was more into it. And looking back, I think that Shrek 2... I think Shrek is a great... It's great storytelling, and it's a lot of fun. I think that Shrek 2, like, just expands the world more, and there's even more, like, jokes about these fairy tale creatures that we know, and we see them in a different way. Um, it's just a different look at something... I think it just it takes what's great about the first one and it expands on it and I think that the second one is probably better. I agree with Jake. I think that Shrek 2 is in fact a superior sequel. Uh I think it, it is a rare case where I mean it's it truly did just make everything about the first movie better. I mean it it made pop culture references. Um, it made further jokes about what we already know about the characters. Um, it made some jokes that you'd probably laugh at even if you hadn't seen the first one. Uh, you know, it, it, it just... It explored the lexicon of the world of Shrek, of, of far, far away. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that what the 
is out there. That's where they live, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree. I think Shrek 2 is the winner here. Yeah, I think that you can't go wrong with either of them. Next up, we have uh, the Simpsons movie versus The Incredibles. I was... Oh, boy. I was very excited for the Simpsons movie as a boy. My family and I went to see it the first day it came out. Uh, I remember just being really excited that whole day. Um, the Incredibles, I don't don't totally remember the first time I saw it, but I think that that's okay because my uh, Darren's motor is buzzing. Um, I think my appreciation... My motor went off. My appreciation of it has grown more the more I've gotten to know about like comic books and all of that stuff. I think it's the Incredibles is a really good like kids movie in its own right. But I think the more, you know, about superheroes, the more you're like, wow, this is a really good kids movie and superhero movie and just movie. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on this, on this subject, Darren? Um, this is a really tough one because you got the Simpsons movie, which I believe I think had been worked on by its staff much longer than the Incredibles was worked on by its staff. Uh, the Simpsons movie. So you have the Simpsons, which is a show where they had this change. They had this shift in show running hands, uh, several times before the movie had happened. Um, you know, you had the first couple seasons, which were pretty good. People were just starting to get used to The Simpsons. And then after that, you had season three through like season eight or something like that, which is what people consider to be the golden years of The Simpsons. Um, some people consider, you know, The Simpsons to be pretty just downright shitty after se- season 10, which I believe was long before the movie came out. And I think a lot of people when the movie came out were... Uh, ready for it to be shitty. They're ready for it to be more of the same post-season 10 comedy that they were getting. And uh, it showed everybody that, no, this is a very funny movie. It's very heartfelt. Uh, It doesn't matter who is working on it or when it comes out. It's still funny. Um, It uh, did a really good job of uh, finding that striking that balance between um, creating a, a stronger relationship between the characters that we already know so well and still having some very good comedy to go with it. Uh, obviously, the voice acting is as good as ever. I mean, The Simpsons is I mean, God, that's like a that's like a how to book on how to do insanely good voice acting right there. It's a TV show. Um, Versus The Incredibles, also, I mean, I meant I meant that as a metaphor, but yes. Um, uh, the Incredibles, stellar voice acting, I gotta say, I mean, in terms, I think this is gonna have to go down to more technical skill, technical ability from uh, both, both sides. Because um, with The Incredibles, you have the voice acting, which is great. From uh, you have the voice acting, which is great from the the people who are in it, um, you know, but they they don't 
many of them don't play more than just their character. Uh, I believe Jason Lee plays the villain syndrome in this, right? In uh, The Incredibles. It's Jason Lee, right? Uh, I think so. I'll get it up. Um, Jake is frozen. I just burped. Um, I digress. Yes. Uh, Jake is frozen, so I'll keep talking. Um, I uh, I enjoy both of these movies thoroughly. Incredibles surprised me when I was a kid. I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. It's kind of a. It was the first time we had like a really good comment that was like on superheroes that was like that widely and well known. That wasn't like a graphic novel or something like that. That was like actually a movie. Um, And I I think it was refreshing to see that Pixar was willing to kind of poke fun at their own industry that way. Um, And, you know, I think they did it successfully. Uh, Jake, I'll let you say your thoughts. Those are my thoughts before I make my decision. Uh, so what it seems like it comes down to for Darren is that he's not happy that the voice cast of The Incredibles didn't, uh, do stereotypical portrayals of characters of different ethnicities as well as their main characters, and that, uh, that disappoints him. Um. Jake, you cut out way too much and I barely got what you're saying, but I'm just gonna say fuck you as a blanket statement to that. Um. Just in case you said anything offensive to me. I was incredibly excited for the Simpsons movie when it came out. I was, is it the height of my Simpsons fandom? The height of my Green Day fandom? Who uh, appears in the, they appear in the movie. And I did enjoy it, but I also, I felt a little disappointed by it. And I don't know, I don't know exactly why. I haven't I haven't sat down and watched the whole thing through in a while, and I don't know if it's just because I hyped it up to such a huge level that it's impossible for it to have ever lived up to it. Um, but it didn't feel it didn't it wasn't exactly how I wanted it to be. It wasn't as good as I had hoped. Which you know it's hard to flaw fault a movie for that when you're a a twelve year old boy who expects everything out of something. Versus The Incredibles, I didn't really know what it was when I saw it, but I, I loved it, and I think it's a, I think it's a really, really solid movie. I think that it says some really cool stuff about superheroes. I like its take on it. Uh, I like how it, uh, it's a superhero movie for kids, but I don't think it really shies away from any of like. You know, I think that Syndrome is a really dark and scary villain. And the way that he was sort of created by Mr. Incredible, I think, is great. Um, I think that... I, I can't think of anything in the Simpsons movie that matches Samuel L. Jackson asking where his super suit is. And I have to, I have to go with the Incredibles because it's just... It's what's in my heart, even though even though it's probably letting down that my 12 year old self in some way. Um, so this is a tough one for me. Um, but yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Incredibles as well. Uh, I think that it is, 
I mean, it can be, it's, it's a little bit more timeless. And I think the jokes al- go along with the character building a little bit better in the Incredibles than the Simpsons. Um, and I think it kind of has that South Park syndrome of like, you know, what Jake was saying. It's kind of more of the same. Um, so yeah, I'd say Incredibles for this one. Yeah. Simpsons are uh, falling into Simpsons did it territory. Darren didn't hear me. I don't think, uh, next up. I did. Okay. I did hear you and it was funny. It was just really laggy. Uh, next up, if you like toys, we've got the matchup for you. We've got toy story versus the Lego movie. Uh, toy story is like sort of the Pixar movie that started it at all. It, it's sort of, I think established that like, their whole thing of not only are we going to make interesting movies about interesting characters, but we're going to make them very emotional, heavy handed in our emotions, maybe, but still you're going to feel it uh, versus Lego movie, which I think is I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's sort of a, less less emotionally grounded it's a it's a more out there world uh but it 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 comes it does come down to like the emotional the emotional heart of the kids who are involved in it i think what are your thoughts here darren i will say that uh when i saw a lego movie in theaters it was it was at that point like the most fun I had had in a movie theater in a long time. Almost, I mean, there were very few movies I had seen that were as fun to watch in theaters as the Lego movie. Um, But I mean, Toy Story, I saw when I was very young and I still watch it, you know, time and time again today because I just keep coming back to it because it's so good. It has stood the test of time so insanely well. Um, you'd think that a movie that old would even have like somewhat shitty animation, but I mean, it's not, maybe the animation isn't as good as, you know, today's movies, but it does fine. I mean, it holds up as well as you'd expect a movie that old to hold up. Uh, I think there's a reason it stood the test of time so well. They were taking a risk when they made it. They didn't think anybody would be into that movie. And, uh... It looks very good still. Uh, the story is still resonant. And I, I, I don't know. I mean, it seems like a pretty easy choice for me. Um, that's why, I mean, I, I, I think it's already obvious which one I'm going to pick. Uh, but I do have a lot of love for the Lego movie and how funny it is. I just think that Toy Story has a more vibrant story that's more a little bit more touching than uh, than Lego movie. Yeah, I wonder what it would be like if we saw a Lego movie at like the same age we saw a Toy Story at. Because I can think back yeah. and I remember like just all the characters and the jokes in Toy Story and the story is so good and the music. And I don't know how much of that is like me looking back and seeing it through my child eyes and how much of it is that it's just a really good movie. But yeah, I think it's like it's... You're seeing it's Toy Story the, through rose-colored glasses. 
What was that? I said you're seeing Toy Story through rose-colored yeah, but glasses. I think even... Not unlike mine. Oh, God. Even without that, I think it... If I just saw it for the first time today, I think I would be really into it. Uh, so I'm going to also pick Toy Story, but again, big love to Lego Movie. And now... I agree. I, I'm going to pick Toy Story now as well. Now we have our final matchup. Uh, Kung Fu Panda versus Monsters, Inc. Um, do you want to go before I start? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll do it. Uh, Kung Fu Panda, sort of an unexpected hit. I feel like, uh, when did that come out? Was it 2008, maybe? I feel like I was in eighth, seventh or eighth grade when it came out. I feel like when it came out, I was, so I was 12 or 13 when it came out. I feel like I was a little bit, like of a jaded teen when it came out and I was going to see it for my brother's sake, like on the, on the surface, at least. I, I mean, I was a huge Jack Black fan, uh, but part of me was like, I don't know about this movie. And then I saw it and it was like, it's, it's, a, it's so much fun and it's funny and it's like, it's just a really good movie. And I think in retrospect, like the more, you know, about like Kung Fu movies and like that whole tradition, it, like you enjoy it more because it like it doesn't poke fun at it but it sort of plays off of all of the like stereotypes and everything uh and just the idea of jack black as a panda running around doing kung fu uh the the pinky thing that they do it's all just i loved it and i think that it's a it's a great movie and then monsters inc i mean monsters inc is just incredible it's so good it it looks really good it's funny um billy crystal and john goodman just a great duo uh it's touching yeah i i don't know what more i could say um i i think that kung fu panda is very good uh but i think that this one's pretty easy for me. <clears throat> uh, I, I guess I'll just make my decision now. I don't really know how else to go into th- this explanation. But I think Kung Fu Panda is very good. It's got the jokes and stuff. But it, it's it's a lot of uh, what has already kind of been done at that point in, in animation movies. Uh, I think Monsters, Inc. is so unique for what it is. Um I mean, they're they're monsters. They need screams to power their world, um, but they're really afraid of kids. I mean, that's that in and in and of itself is is a very funny premise. Um, that's uh, I, I just love that so much. Uh, I became very comfortable with the characters. Uh, I wanted to. I, I got everything I wanted out of Monsters Inc. And I, I did with Kung Fu Panda too, to an extent. But uh, I think that Monsters Inc. just established, um, just established itself a little bit better. And uh, I, I liked the jokes a, a little bit better in 
Monster Zinc. I think that I, I still reference a lot of the jokes. And I mean, if we're talking about memes, if we're talking about timelessness, Monster Zinc is still very prominent in meme culture today, uh, just for what it is. So it's got to go to Monster Zinc for me. I agree. Uh, I watched Monster Zinc last year. It holds up great. If I had to pick one of these movies to watch again, I'd probably pick Monster Zinc. It's just, it's, it's a really good movie. Yeah. All right. Started a little bit at the beginning, but uh, grew to grew to have some consensus as we went along. Uh, make sure you check back next week. From contentious check to consensus. Week as we finish up this uh, this tournament. Darren, do you have any final thoughts? Uh. Yeah, use your blinker and stay warm. Wear multiple layers. It's really cold right now if you're in America. Um, yeah, wear, wear multiple layers. Take care of yourself. Great. I don't have anything to add. Uh, check us out on Instagram, at SnicklesCast. Also on Twitter, see if R.L. Stein hits us back. He hasn't replied yet. Or Scholastic. Uh, send some, Fingers send crossed. some tweets their way as well uh, if, you, if you're so interested. Uh, we've got a YouTube channel that we don't really post on much right now. Uh, we're working on stuff, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, Darren's on <laughs> Twitch, at Count Zoloft. I think that's everything, right? Thanks for the plug, Jake. That's uh, everything. I'm going to sign, sign us off by just reminding everyone, once again, that nothing can stop a good guy with an iron giant and unlimited grenades. <laughs> Bye-bye.